Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Spech. Hello. What's up, Derek? What's happening? What's shaking? What's doing? <laughs> what it is? What's the gig? What's the dirt? What's the down low? <laughs> <laughs> what happening? Not much, man. Not much. No? I took a, a sushi making course on the weekend. That was really? fun. Yeah. Wow. We did that, uh, I think that was last year. Yeah? Yeah, the wife and daughter are right into sushi. Mm-hmm. So uh, they decided they would... Uh, get into some sushi making and yeah. said, okay, well, I'll give you a hand. And yeah. we ended up with about 800 pounds of sushi. It was, uh, it was interesting. It was fun. It was, uh, and, and I, you kind of know what you, you eat the stuff. So you know what really has to happen, but the little quirks and things, how to make it work properly to make it, you know, we were, we were doing the, the rolls and stuff. Right. right? So, so he was telling you how to, he said, you should never buy tuna that's been frozen. Mm-hmm. Always fresh. Yeah, always fresh. And I said, well, where do you get that at? <laughs> because my Metro. Not Walmart, I, baby. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the Metro where I go get groceries, it uh, this tuna comes in frozen. And and coated and has a picture of a Captain Highlander guy in the front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was neat. Like, we, like we eat sushi all the time at home. And, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, Stella, she's she's been eating sushi since she was like six or seven. She loves it. Yeah. And, uh, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Like a young kid like that eating like raw tuna and raw salmon and you wouldn't think they'd like it, but she loves it. Yeah. I get very picky cause we do the, the sushi. Well, they do the sushi more than I do, but I, I'll go once, maybe twice a year, mm-hmm. get the old chopsticks yeah. going, yeah. show them my mastery thereof. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't poke my eye out today. Shows you how good I am. And, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll go through it's, well, they got the, all you can eat places now, right? Yeah. And they give you the, they bring the iPad and then you just start picking stuff. Oh, okay. And it's like, oh yeah, this, you, you pick this, whatever it is and you get like two of them. So I want six. So you tap, tap, tap three times <laughs> sort of thing. Do you want yeah. some? Oh yeah. Tap, tap. Do you want it? Yeah. Tap, tap. And then they start bringing everything yeah. out. Right. And, uh, there's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's great to be able to try different stuff. But yeah, I go more for the roll stuff and like okay. the, the crab yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but they get into the funky sashimi and okay, uh, yeah. which is just plain raw fish and, yeah. and whatnot. It's like, yeah, I, I got to be in the mood for that. Yeah. And that's, it happens once every three years. I like it all. It, like there's nothing I limit myself from. Some stuff is weird and yeah. And I think the hardest thing I have with, uh, I, I, I eat a lot of sushi. I, we go like once or twice a month for sushi, right? But I d- I've never really learned how to order the stuff. I just blindly pick stuff off the menu. <laughs> hey, I'll raise my hand and sit right beside you, buddy. <laughs> uh, no, that's what I do. I and I mean, Ariana's the pro at it. She loves. She absolutely loves the stuff. So I'm like, what's this one? What's this one? What's this one? Is that one spicy? Is that one? Yeah. You know. So yeah, I we end up with a whole bunch of mm-hmm. stuff on the table. But I mean, I'm big on the the rice, the different types of rice and the noodles and stuff oh, like okay, that. Yeah, yeah. So if I got like a rice or something that I could put some like the fish or something in, Yeah. then I'll get some of the sashimi stuff, mm-hmm. but I won't just, I'm, I'm not big on just the, you know, throw a big slab of raw fish in my face. <laughs> it just doesn't do it for me. But yeah, if I can like throw some rice and some yeah. soy sauce or something with it, just to add that extra little whatever, mm-hmm. I'll do that sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely a, a different, uh, it's fun. Different for, yeah. yeah. And making it, they, they do the bamboo roll and yeah. all that sort of stuff. <laughs> they, they let you play with knives. Yes. 
Yeah, he warned us multiple times. He had he had a box of knives. He was, there was a, I think it was like twelve of us in the class. Oh, that's cool. Everybody had their own knife, and he says, "Don't do the guy thing. Don't test the knife to see how sharp it is. They're really sharp." He said, "I train people how to sharpen knives, so it's uh, they're sharp. Trust me." <laughs> <laughs> As one guy's over in the corner <laughs> trying to put his finger back on. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. Is that all you did? Well, that, yeah, Saturday, I kind of relaxed and had some barbecue in, in the afternoon. Mm. And so, yeah. yeah. We went to, we took a day off the water and went to the Incredible Edibles Festival. Oh, I saw you post something about that. And everybody stopped and going, oh, even Mackenzie, you guys went to a marijuana festival? Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. Edibles, that right? Yeah. Everybody's going, wait, 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 what, what? You were at an edibles festival? Yeah. Yeah, what of it? <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that, was it? It was no. just food. No, Campbellford has, it's a bunch of the farms and different yeah. merchants and that yeah. they get together. And, you know, there's the chocolate people, there's the oh, water cool. buffalo people, there's a bunch of different little restaurants, there's the honey people. and Campbellford, oh, that's over near um, Brighton. and just no, Yeah, just north uh, east of Brighton, yeah. the Big Apple. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, they had a, there's a water buffalo farm nearby and they had yeah. a water buffalo there. Like, I think a water buffalo could eat a cow. These things are <laughs> massive, absolutely massive. Uh, but yeah, no, we had a good day there. Got a little bit of sun and drove in the rainstorms coming home. So got out of there just in time. Isn't there a big cheese factory or something? Empire like cheese. A, Empire cheese? Empire cheese is there. Um, uh, World's Finest Chocolate used to be there. Remember as a kid having to sell stuff through school? Yeah. The almond cover, chocolate covered oh, almonds? Oh, yeah, yeah. World Finest. They they come from Campbellford, but they they left and another chocolate factory moved okay. in. I can't remember the, their name. Um, but yeah, they were they were there as well. But yeah, the Empire Cheese Factory yeah. is there. And then we hit the Big Apple on the way home, got yeah. ourselves a Big apple pie. Giant pie. Big giant pie. <laughs> and um, Sunday, 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 <laughs> everybody was going different directions and I loaded the canoe and some camera gear up on yeah. the uh, canoe, went for a nice five hour paddle during the local waterways. Nice. Yeah. Beauty. Uh, with the higher water level this year, um, you can make it a lot farther. Up Duffins Creek and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like Lake Ontario past, still, like it's late in the season. Yeah. It's still high. Yeah. Um, I've made it past uh, Bailey, uh, made it to the 4-1. Almost, you can almost get to Church Street um, on on that, but there's, cause there's a big massive tree down okay. and yeah. until somebody decides to cut that one, yeah, not get much <laughs> farther. But uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. There's a couple shallower spots getting in there and a couple little fast moving did you, you know, canoe polling or swift. just paddling? You know what? I took the pole last time I was up there and it was so deep. It's like. <clears throat> didn't bother. Yeah, it was just a waste of yeah. waste of time. <laughs> so I didn't bother this time. And then I'm thinking, ah, oh, could have used it. And, <laughs> but I mean, you're way up there at that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, checking out a, a few. There's a couple of bridges I didn't know existed there either. Oh, that yeah? cross across the river. Huh. I guess it's part of the walking paths and stuff like that. Yeah. And check those out. And yeah, it was a really nice paddle, but there was hardly anybody on the water. Oh yeah? I was on the water, I mean, not excessively early, what, about nine? Mm-hmm. And I saw two kayaks coming back and one guy coming in. So yeah, so a couple of kayaks had already been up. 
Yeah. And one guy was already coming in from, he was a, a mile a mile and a half offshore salmon fishing. Oh. Yeah, he had a nice, a nice, what, boat, two footer. Yeah. Um, brought huh. that, brought that in. And uh, uh, other than that, nobody. So I made it all the way up there. And it wasn't until I come back that I started seeing more, and everybody's in kayaks. Oh, okay. Like I was the only canoe. Huh. And by the time I got all the way up and all the way back, um, I probably saw just over a dozen kayaks. Hmm. And yeah, I was the only. Were they sneering at you? Yeah, uh, they were calling me names. <laughs> and so I just hit them. Single blader. <laughs> <laughs> so man, I can't handle one blade. <laughs> so yeah, no, everybody's quite friendly out yeah. there, which is really nice. Uh, there's lots of, uh, lots of birds and, uh, the baby ducks are getting bigger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, a couple of, uh, herons I saw. Um, I didn't see any deer this time. I saw deer last time. Uh, didn't see any kingfishers this year yet. Uh, a lot of little birds, a lot of, uh, red winged blackbirds yeah. and stuff like that. The flowers are all out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you're yeah. going up and down, you're seeing a lot of flowers. Oh, mm-hmm. Stopping, because you're worried about ticks, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just to beat a dead horse even deader. So I'm I'm in at the sides. I'm because I'm taking video and stuff, right? And I'm right at the side of the um, the the river there, and I got my canoe all logged in there, and got the camera, and it's it's filming away at some of all the little flowers and all that. And I'm thinking, ah, I gotta watch out for ticks and stuff like that. And I feel something on my arm, and it was a sharp pinch. Mm-hmm. Ants. Oh, nice. Oh, man. I got about <laughs> 10 ant bites. Oh, yeah? And they burn. Okay. They're just like sharp. It's like the red ants or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was just like, all of a sudden, just like, ow, ooh, yeah. ah, eat. And yeah, my arms were just covered in ants. <laughs> so I, I guess they were just falling off all the, the trees and stuff, uh, yeah. the, the foliage that was uh, well, You probably planted, planted your paddle into the nest to hold yourself on shore. Yeah, probably. But <laughs> 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 yeah, they're just telling me to get away. But- yeah, so we saw ants. <laughs> yeah, it was a really nice paddle. Uh, nice. A really nice paddle on Sunday morning and got back in the afternoon. The heat was just coming right oh, yeah. and packed. If you want to go to Rotary Park in Ajax, you better be there before nine in the morning <laughs> because I was coming out yeah. and people are just circling like buzzards yeah. looking for a parking spot. Wow. It was ridiculous. And there's quite a bit of park in there. Yeah. And yeah, they were just circling like it was nobody's business. Huh. And uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was pretty much my weekend. So at least cool. I got out on the water. And yeah. I've been trying to get out uh, in the evenings for an evening paddle and it just hasn't worked out yet. But there's still plenty of summer left. Uh, missing teens in Algonquin. You, you heard about that, eh? Yes, yeah. So That was something. Yeah, so they've been, they've been found. Yeah, there's two teenagers from Kitchener had vanished. While on a camping uh, trip in Algonquin, uh, they were doing the Western Backpack Trail. I yeah, Western it is. Uplands. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the Uplands Backpack Trail. Yeah. And they were and, supposed to meet up with a larger group. Yep. And uh, but they, the group, they never found the group. Never found them. They never showed up with the larger group. Yeah, yeah. they ventured off the trail. Yeah. And they weren't able to find back. Now, somebody, one of the the Facebook groups they were talking about in Algonquin, somebody, a couple other people actually had mentioned that there are tracks where you see footprints going off. Yeah. So if they thought that was the trail. The trail, yeah. And it wasn't, and they said, oh, mm-hmm. because, I mean, I've done that on on portage trips. You're, 
you're you're following a trail and you and you lift up the canoe to take a peek and you yeah you you didn't realize you're supposed to be turning yeah and you just keep on going straight and then all of a sudden it ends and you're yeah. figuring oh it's just got to be yeah. over here and you keep going a little bit and then, and then like, you realize no I've totally I am missed not on the portage so I mean it is easy enough to oh, yeah. do oh yeah happens all the time uh, yeah big time so when they found out they were lost they decided that follow their training yeah stay put. Exactly. They called it uh, hug a tree. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the hug a tree response. I'm lost, sit still. Because oftentimes you're taught that people who are lost end up getting so far afield that it's harder because they expect to find you in a certain area and then you're like five, ten, ten kilometers yeah. away because you decide you're going to keep pushing on. Yeah. So they did the right thing. They uh, they planted themselves and they were there a couple nights and then... Uh, they heard the planes. They're in dense bush, so they did go down a trail a bit, and that's when that's when they discovered the uh, the dog. Yeah, tracking dogs. What yeah. was the dog's name? Zoe. 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 Yeah, yeah. They had the uh, the dogs there. So the Ontario Search and Rescue Association was there, and uh, OPP was there. They had the helicopter, OPP helicopter. The float plane from the Ministry of Natural Resources was there. Yeah. But they had an issue with with the flying because it is so thick that. You're not seeing much anyway. No, there's and, too much tree cover. Yeah, and they were even saying like during the night, like the the canopy is so thick yeah. that they probably wouldn't have seen stars, moon, exactly, anything. Yeah. Right, it would have been yeah. pitch black. Yeah, but um, they did say that they had like gear, right? So they had a tent. So and, they yeah, they were set up for yeah. camping. Yeah, so they had they had. A, Supplies and stuff, yep. not for that many days because it was no. four days. Yeah, they had to ration. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, you can go a couple of days without food yeah. and whatnot. So they're good. But when I mean, I took air crew survival course back when I was a teenager, and that's the thing they say: like when your plane crashes, stick with the plane, right? So you know, when the minute you're lost, stay there. Don't go wandering, and that's yeah. that's the big thing they always told us: is people just automatically think, okay, well. It's got to be this way. So I'm just going to head in a straight line. (laughs) But when you're heading in that straight line and then all of a sudden you got to go around a small hill or around rocks, or you got to go up and then cross a river somewhere different. It's unbelievable how easy it is to get off that straight line. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the trees push you in a certain direction. You can't just, okay, I got to go around this tree. You got to go around that tree. Next thing you know, you're back where you started. It's like... How did that happen? Yeah, it's, it's it's amazing that when you're in the bush like that, that, mm-hmm. yeah, you think, okay, I'm just going to go around this clump of trees and you don't really, or you go too far yeah. and you're, yeah, right off the bat, that first deviation could totally do yeah. you, yeah. right? So yeah, you just just sit still, stay, enjoy, mm-hmm. relax. Exactly. Somebody's going to come looking for you. Well, you know, and they knew that. You, they got to know that. Like yeah. if they're going, if they go missing, they got to know they're yeah. coming looking for them, right? Uh, and of course, they'd both been camping before, so they weren't strangers to the woods. Yeah. Um, and they were they were equipped to be there, right? Yeah. They were smart girls. They're prepared, and they did the right stuff. They did yeah. the right thing. Yeah. So it was good to hear that they uh, they got out uh, hungry, bug bitten, and tired. Yeah. And that was about it, right? Yeah. It could have been a lot worse, but hey, yeah, it, uh, you know, um, I'm sure there's going to be a few questions, you know, why was it done this way, whatever. I, you know, yeah, there always is, there has to be. Yep, things get missed, things get skipped. Yeah, things happen. Yeah, 
you know, so. But you can't really blame them. The girls just took a wrong turn. It, it can happen to anybody. And Bugs so, Bunny all the time. Is, right at Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. You know, you, you got to uh, check it out and um, see what happens. So good to, good to know. Good to know that all the uh, rescue and search and rescue and all yeah. that all worked in yeah. conjunction with each other and worked out well. Yeah. And uh, that the, uh, the dog was there and mm-hmm. was able to pick up the scent and. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I like, didn't I like take rescue the, dogs. They said the dog was deployed for ninety minutes when it found the girls. Yeah, just that quick. So Boom. they should just start with the dog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> could have saved a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> I just send the dog. Remember that they used to do in the in the movies in the old uh, prison movies when there was a breakout? Get the bloodhounds going. Yeah, get the bloodhounds right? going. Yeah, yeah. Release the hounds. Release the hounds. So yeah, the good news all around. It's nice to hear that. Uh, you got in September the second annual yes Burt yes, yes. Reynolds Memorial River Run. <laughs> this is this. So last year you guys did the Des Moines. There's four of you. Yeah. So we uh, it was uh, Mike Burns, uh, Scott um, Rogers, Rogers, yeah. Martin Garster, and myself. So we we planned a trip. We did the Des Moines River mm-hmm. and. Uh, so at, during like a couple, like a week ahead, it was a week or 10 days before our trip, Burt Reynolds passed away. Right. So right. it was like, okay, well, you know what? We're going to retag this trip. It's going to be the Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run. Right. And then from then on, and we discussed it and we says, you know what? It just needs one of us four in a trip to have it, uh, the second annual, the third annual. Right. But so fortunately, all four of us are together again this year and, uh, we're doing the second annual Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run. Now, last year was just because you guys are all fairly new to whitewater. Yes, we're fairly new. Yeah. Uh, me and Mike, uh, I, I've done some whitewater kayaking and some minimal whitewater canoeing. Right. And so this was the first, uh, this was my first non-training and non, like I've, I did a few whitewater. This white is your water, first real whitewater trip. First real whitewater trip. First yeah. one. And, uh, and this year is my second one. So where are you going this year? Where is the second annual Burt Reynolds Memorial River <laughs> Run, Run, Run? We're going to do the uh, the west branch of the Spanish River. So Spanish River Provincial Park, uh, Spanish River, it's up uh, uh, Sudbury area. Yeah, so, so that's just northwest, northwest of, Sudbury. of Sudbury. Yeah. 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 So I found that out tonight. I had to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because well, we there, there was a bit of comments made that... Uh, um, you got into trouble because, um, your lovely wife found out. Yeah. Well, oh, you know yeah. what? Are you had... going on another trip? <laughs> we... <laughs> Did I not say anything? <laughs> we had only finalized the, the, the month and like the, if, if it didn't work out, I wasn't going to go. Right. So when they said first week of September, I said, yeah, that'll work. And we, it was like a week ago we decided. You should have done the second week of September. Why the second week? Because then our holidays would have coincided. Oh. <laughs> you would have been heading north. I would have been heading south. I, I didn't pick the dates. It was uh, the boys picked the dates. Was it Mike? Uh, no. Scott? I, it was uh, Martin? Martin. Martin. Yeah, he picked the dates. Bad and Martin. And then everybody just agreed to it. Switch it, Martin. <laughs> you should have known better. Well, I got, I got, I kind of not in trouble, but I got, well, for one, it was, uh, Oh, you got in trouble, mister. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was, uh, somebody, somebody had asked, Hey, so what trips are you doing this year? And I just kind of rattled them off and I said, Oh yeah. And I'm going to, first week of September, I'm going to do the Spanish river. And my wife goes, what? 
I said, yeah. huh? Oh, yeah. Well, we just decided. I didn't tell anybody. Nobody knew. You well, didn't when even we talked, yeah. Well, that's exactly yeah. it. I'm just like, um, when I'm trying to schedule stuff, <laughs> this is when I asked you t- yeah. two weeks ago, or whatever. So. What trips have you got? So when we're scheduling stuff, well, because and- I, it wasn't it wasn't on then. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it, it was just finalized. <laughs> like Game on. last Tuesday or Wednesday or something. So it was in, and it wasn't until that three of them said, "Yeah," and I said, "Oh, fine, I'll go." <laughs> <laughs> Twist the arm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so and. I was actually supposed to help my niece move. She's going to Queens this year. Oh, so you're in trouble. But I'm gonna the following weekend after the trip. I'm gonna she so she'll I'll drag up her major large pieces of furniture up to Queens up in Kingston for so after my river run when you're all achy, exactly so tired. Oh, I can't <laughs> lift that dresser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll take this paper. Well, it's not like it's a like when you did the Des Moines trip, right? Like there was no recovery. It was just it was a relaxing, fun whitewater trip. Yeah. So I'm sort of. Expecting well, hopefully, the same this will thing. be the same thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's not like the meanest link. So it's the first week of September. Yeah. You driving up to is it Agnew Lake Lodge? Uh, that's where we're going to end. That's okay. where, that's going to be the end of the trip. And we're, so we're going to start uh, like there's, there's two different, uh, lengths that were, that, that, that are an option, right? So let me, uh, I'm going to find the email here. Well, I know they said Bisco to Agnew or Sinker Creek to Agnew with a yeah. 45 kilometer difference. Yes. So uh, one trip's going to be a little bit more intense and right. the other one is uh, more of a relaxing trip. So we have uh, shorter days and maybe a rest day. But, uh, ah, yeah. rest days are for wussies. Exactly. I don't need a rest day. Go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So what was it? Uh, so where are you catching Fox the train? Lake. We're going to Cartier, the Cartier Via Station. Wherever that is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So Agnew Lake Lodge, deliver one vehicle and pick and pick up the canoe. VA check tickets and train from to Bisco or Sinker Lake, Sinker Creek. Yeah, so that should be fun. That's neat. That's I've never done. I've done a flying uh, tripping thing before. I've never right. done a train tripping thing before. Well, we just did the train up in um, Moose Knee. Moose Knee there back yeah. in the fall. Yeah, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're taking the train. You're throwing the canoes on, jumping on via yeah, train. They're and, gonna dump and us off in the woods somewhere. Yeah, dump you off in the woods and yeah. say, "Hey, see us." Yeah. And then you're, so then you're going to paddle down and end up at this Agnew Lake Lodge. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll transport your vehicles there for so yeah, you. Yeah. So they're, yeah. One of the, the vehicles are going to be staged for us. It's, we're only bringing one vehicle. Okay. Well, cause you just have one canoe, right? Yeah. We're picking up one up there. Right. But everybody's, a bunch of us are meeting at my house and we're going to pick up Scott and then we're going to go up in Mike's truck or drive all the way north. And so, yeah. Awesome. Should be fun. Oh, I think it will I'm be. excited. And you are renting a canoe. Yeah, we've been and trying to buy one. And you're hoping for what? A better canoe than last year? <laughs> yeah, the uh, what was the brand that we had last year? I can't Green. Remember. Green non floaty. Yeah. It, well, it it it, <laughs> it was didn't the take shed, on way too yeah, much water brand. It didn't shed water well. It uh, it, it the way that the uh, the tumble home one it was just it kind of encouraged water to fly into the canoe. Right. Like we got swamped so many times. We had to, we had to change strategies when we approached, uh, like any big white water because, uh, the water just wanted to be inside the canoe. 
Yeah, I remember seeing the pictures and you're, you had like no draft left. Yeah. I well, mean, you're just so low in that water yeah. and all the water was inside. Well, the stuff's uh, floating. In, in the one video shot that Mike got, the uh, canoe went underwater. The packs floated out of the canoe. We we're still going straight paddling, <laughs> but the canoe just kept on. I had to start standing up so that I'd get too deep on the water. <laughs> it's like, okay, I, I guess we got to bail out. But the canoe yeah. was uh, a I Canadian think, paddle submarine. I think just the bow was above water. The camera never went underwater, but the stern went under. Yeah, it was, was just it was just that was under. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, it sounds like you guys should have a good time. Though. Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and it won't be all buggy, and it won't be massively hot. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be. Yeah. So well, nice it's far enough up north that the you won't have those higher temperatures that you yeah. expect in the southern Ontario areas. Yeah. And then I guess a month after that, I'm up in Tomogamy for, for a week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Your solo trip? Yep. yep Excellent. Yep. yep. And um, yeah. So you guys should have a great trip. Yeah. The second yep. annual. Yeah. Burt Reynolds Memorial, Memorial River, River Run. Run. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's take a quick break here and we come back. Uh, we got a new, what do you call it? Um, listener experience. Yes. Yes. How to participate. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to think of something to to call it. Yes. And we'll be right back. This is Decky. This is Jeff of Unlostify. You can find our maps at unlostify.com. You're listening to Sean and Derek on Paddling Adventures Radio. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka and Halliburton. Welcome back. So a couple things here. The beer of choice this evening. You tried a new place uh, this week. I, well, I think we've, you've been we, there before. We've got it from yeah. there before. Uh, what do we got here today? Town Brewery. It's a Pilsner. A thousand words. So this is, uh, this is what, in Ajax or is this Whitby? Whitby. That'd be Whitby. So this is a Whitby Brewery, Town Brewery, and uh, just off the 401. Charles Street. Yeah. It's down by the condos. Just in behind the... Uh, Tour by the marina, right? Yeah, right behind yeah. the marina. Um, not too impressed. No, not this one. Seems so, weak and kind of tangy. Yeah, it's like it's already passed through somebody's kidneys once. But uh, I'm looking forward to trying the other one. There's the... Uh, what, the uh, square square wheel. wheels. It's a hazy IPA. And then there's Super Knot, which is India Pale Ale. Hmm. But we probably won't try them tonight, but... What? Maybe they'll be here for next week. <laughs> <laughs> I have to draw. <laughs> oh, and that was the comedy sketch part of our show. <laughs> Not trying them tonight. <laughs> you funny guy. Uh, you ordered a book. This this may become an actual Derek's book club book that Derek read book club book. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I ordered it. I I heard I heard about it. Uh, I saw a review on it or something. A guy had wrote an article in in an outdoors magazine, and uh, so I was like, huh? "What's this Walden thing?" So I just learned about it uh, yesterday when I read the article. Walden. So I've ordered Thoreau. Yes, Henry David Thoreau. It's Walden or Life in the Woods. It's a classic. Nature is a form of religion for naturalist, essayist, and early environmentalist. Henry David Thoreau. Yeah. It's a good book. It's I've an awesome never book. read it. 
So I'm I not going to tell you what I happens. <laughs> the butler did it. I read about Thoreau though. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't read about his books. Well, I've read about the author. <laughs> I read about the author from the back of the book. No, it was I. I, I googled him, and oh. there's there's a uh, and the guy who wrote the article he wrote a few things about the author and and so yeah he. Uh, I think I think you'll enjoy it. If you actually yeah. sit down and actually read it, yeah, I think you'll quite enjoy. It, it it that's a type of book that's right up your alley. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll get you'll be able to dig down and and get, and grasp the concepts and the things that yeah. are going in through his brain and the the hidden meanings in the book and stuff yeah. like that. Cool. I think that'll be right up your alley. I look forward to it. Yeah, yeah, you should. So we got something new on our website paddlingadventuresradio.com. Uh, we have our home page, we have our episodes page, we have our contact us page, we have, um, an about us page, yeah. which we still have to put pictures of us up. <laughs> I don't know why we don't yet. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have to set a, if I get remember, if I remember on the Spanish river trip, I, I'm going to get a picture. Yeah. Uh, my picture makes me look like, uh, I'm ready to kill somebody, but. You know, that black one with the beard. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we also have one that's called Blog-ish. Blog-ish. We called it Blog-ish because it's a blog page. That's. But we, we concentrate more on empty. actually doing the <laughs> podcast and yeah. putting out blogs. Exactly. Right. I mean, you, you have the YouTubers, you have the bloggers, and you have the podcasters. It's kind of hard to be all three. Exactly. You know, I mean, we try to put together some, we should actually have one, uh, YouTube-ish, <laughs> <laughs> blog-ish and yeah, YouTube-ish, there you go. <laughs> right? And, uh, so what we've decided, I, I put out the feelers to people and they thought this would be, this would be really cool to do it. Guest bloggers. Yes. I think it's a brilliant idea. And, um, it's not just going to be like popular people we know like you know hey kevin callan give us a, a it'll, blog it'll be anybody. or jim baird give us a blog yeah this is going to be our listener blog so if you're listening to this right now and you have because that's that's the problem is a lot of people think they, they read blogs and watch youtube yeah. and and all that thing i could do that but once they start doing it until you start doing it you realize it's not as easy coming up with ideas no, not for constantly. blogs and stuff exactly. like constantly. So to try to do a blog every week, yeah. to, some people, yeah, they have no problems doing yeah, it. Yeah, some people and are. Some yeah. people are just like, okay, oh, now what are we going to So that was sort of our thing with, with this is yeah. we're trying to come up with all these ideas for the show. And then we got to come up with ideas for the yeah. blog as well. There, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, there's just not enough time in the exactly. day. And that's why I think this idea is brilliant because I don't have to do any writing. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. If you have an idea for, that you would love to see up on the blog, send, uh, like, send it, write it down in an email and send it to sean at paddlingadventuresradio.com. That's S-E-A-N at paddlingadventuresradio.com. Tell us what their idea is and, you know, we'll, once we, we, get, we get all that, we'll throw it through our large committee of literary geniuses, <laughs> <laughs> large group of four yeah. or five. Yeah. Uh, and if it looks like something that we think the rest of the listeners would enjoy reading, we'll send you back an email saying, is the article written yet? And if it isn't, why not? Yeah. Um, but yeah, right, we'll get you to write something up, uh, up to 2,500 words, throw in a few pictures 
and we'll put that up as a blog. We're gonna, we're trying to get a blog once a week, mm-hmm. uh, probably on Mondays. We'll we'll release a new blog on Mondays, uh, Monday or Tuesdays. Haven't quite decided yet. Could be both, one or the other, depending. Yeah. You know, if I'm around, because um, sometimes my trips go into Mondays. <laughs> I got to figure out that scheduling yeah. thing on on the the website and all that. Yeah. But yeah, if if you know if there's if there's a, a, an article that you write up and throw some pictures in that, we'll put it up there and we'll throw it up as our our weekly blog. And you'll have your name on it, and you can tell all your friends. And uh, if you have a website that you um, do all your outdoor trips or whatever sort of thing, your Facebook or whatever. You know, put that in there because we'll put a little link to that so people can go check out your your photos of trips you've done yeah. and, and stuff like that. Uh, some of the topics we're, we're thinking of are like trip logs. Yes. Um, so places that, that Derek and I don't get to. Exactly. Right? So, yeah, if you have gone to some place unique, you did the, the, the Colorado River, Grand Canyon, whatever. If, Over if, in Europe somewhere. Exactly. In Australia somewhere. Yeah. Some, so if you've done a yeah. really unique trip that you think people would like to hear about the trip, just send us a trip log or write up a vlog. And, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, I, kayak trips, canoe yeah. trips, stand-up paddleboard trips, rafting trips, as long as it's paddling related. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll throw, we can throw that up. Favorite areas to paddle. If if you've got a really favorite area, write up a little blog on why it's such a great area, throw in some pictures, yeah. stuff like pictures, that. Pictures, tell some history. Uh, things that keep you interested in paddling. Uh, things canoe, kayak, stand-up, paddleboard, and rafting related. Backcountry camping, again, via the, the paddling methods. Um, exploration from the water. You know, even like urban paddling and stuff like that. I mean, that's what I'm, I'm doing right now is, is the local waterways within the city. Yeah. Right. Uh, lessons learned from paddling, all that sort of stuff. If you've got a topic that you think you can write, yeah. you know, 2000 to 2500 words and throw in some pictures that'd make a great blog article, then drop us a line because we're, we're trying to make this, the, the, the blog, um, section on our, our face, uh, on our, um, website, a listener yeah. blog. So we'll publish you. Yeah. And like I say, I mean, we're looking for articles that are interesting, cover all aspects of paddling. And, you know, I think, I think this is a fun way to get listeners involved because it's nice that they, they like on Instagram, they check out our pictures and we get all these people liking our pictures or Facebook or listen to us yabber for, for an hour <laughs> yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. But to actually have them be able to say, you know what, I can write this down, send it in and then actually see it sort of thing. You know, get your take on the idea on, on things, right? Of yeah. What, what you like about paddling. So that being said, uh, to kick off our new listener guest blogs project on Monday, July 22nd, so that's this coming Monday, yep. uh, you can check out our very first guest blogger, Leanne Hennessy, uh, and her article, Paddle Into the Now. So I was, ch- like I say, I reached out to a few people to begin with, people we do know, um, and Leanne is big into the yoga and yep. the outdoors and the hiking and all that sort of stuff. And she said, yeah, she, she wrote up a really cool article. And, uh, so yeah, she'll be our very first guest blogger. So I've got one other one waiting in the wings as well. And if you want to hop on the, uh, the train, get writing, get some pictures going, get it over to us and we'll take a peek at it and you might be the next guest blogger. Yeah. I think that'll be really cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking I'm, forward to seeing I'm this. excited about this. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it all works out well and uh, people start throwing stuff our way. Mm-hmm. And speaking of throwing things our way, Northern Scavengers. 
Ah, uh, yes. They were, they talked to us a while back. We were chit-chatting with them. Yep. Um, they just tossed some information our way about a trip they were contemplating. And we said, hey, if this is what you're looking at doing, when you're actually doing it, let us know. Well, two days ago, being Tuesday, yep. they, uh, what was that, July, July 16th? 16th. Yep. Uh, they were on day one of their cross Labrador trip, uh, Boreal to Barrens is yes. what they're calling the trip. So Noah Booth and Alex Trainer are the Northern Scavengers. They are meeting up with a couple buddies, Dave Green and Chris Gaird. And they are going to embark on a 35-day canoe expedition where they will paddle, portage, track their canoes 840 kilometers from Labrador City, which is Labrador's westmost community, to Nain, which is the east coast, northeasternmost, Labrador's northernmost coastal Permanent coastal yeah. village. Man, oh man. <laughs> Spit it out, Sean. Yeah, it's over in Labrador. Whatever. <laughs> it's that way. Yeah. But it's incredible. Like they're crossing all of Labrador. Like yeah. they're starting at Labrador City, which is pretty cool. I've always wanted to go to Labrador City. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's, uh, what is it? They're, they're saying they're going to, uh, they're going to travel through three major ecosystems and cross two heights of land. Yeah. I don't want to do that part. <laughs> That's going to be a tough part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, if you look at it now, see, we, we were looking at Labrador and whatnot when we were listening to, um, or reading the, the books about, uh, Leonidas Hubbard and Mina Hubbard yes. and, yeah. and, and whatnot. Uh, what is that? Great heart. The great heart. Yeah. Um, I always want to say Braveheart. That's, that's a little farther <laughs> into Scotland. Uh, we're, when I was, you know, it really sounds cool, but really hard to it's be tough area exploring to be in, that. Yeah. 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 So, and I, I mean, there's been other people that have, have done this trip and stuff like that. So, uh, it, when they're saying they were going to do it, it's like, that's going to be really cool. Party is jealous because you'd love to do it, but part of you is, yeah, I'm glad I wasn't asked to go on that trip. Because <laughs> you yeah. know what they're going to be up against. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. Not at all. It's like, but it's one of those things. It's like a, a trip of a lifetime. Yeah. It's it's something that it's very rare to be, to participate in, right? Well, and that's exactly, because not a lot of people do it. No, no. Right? No. And mostly due to the difficulty, right? It's yeah. it, the logistics. Well. The logistics. You, you need to, you need like six, seven weeks off, yeah. right? There's a lot of prep time. There's a lot of, you know, they, they had to drive all the way up there and then they're just, they're going to be like 35 days en route, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I. Well, there's other, couple other routes that people have tried up there for, one was like 1,700 kilometers. One was 1,500. The 1,500 the guy did. Yeah. And then there was a 1,700 I think he was doing the coastal route, okay. but he got a thousand kilometers done before winter set in. So he had to call it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would have been a hard, because you're thinking the, the, the winds and everything coming off the ocean are yeah. like, yeah, you're going to be windbound for a few days, yeah. you know, or longer. So, uh, yeah, there, there has been people that have tried these trips mm-hmm. and there have been successes. And Jim There's Baird did it in the winter. He did it in the winter. So it'll be really interesting. Now, the key objective of the expedition is to gain a cultural and uh, environmental perspective of one of Canada's last remaining wilderness frontiers. They want to become the first modern day team to connect Labrador City to Nain in one trip. Yeah. Which would be cool. It's very challenging. It is. Uh, They will be carrying, which is a huge thing, 
the Royal Canadian Geographical Society flag on their trip. Yeah, so good they, for them. They, yeah, that's that's huge. That, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, a lot, it, it, until I've gotten right into canoe tripping and learned about expeditions and all that, it, that would have really meant anything. Yeah, but that is a huge deal. Yeah, right. Uh, throughout the journey, they're going to be uh, filming, taking photos and stuff, which they're going to. Th- throw into a documentary and yeah. of course submit into uh, film festivals and yeah. stuff like that. So you'll get a first hand view or second hand view yeah. uh, of what the trip entailed. And maybe we'll have that video for uh film festival film fest in March. Yeah. It could be in March already. Yeah. They could have it done for March. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So there's, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. And now they've, they've talked about Herb Pole, who is a, uh, Explorer, and he mapped a lot of this area. And I, is it Chris Gaird? I think it's he, he's one of his personal heroes. Oh yeah, yeah, this Herb Pole guy who who passed away. Um, but they're yeah, you know they're they're saying you know highlight and pay pay homage to the historic travelers, uh, like the the native peoples that are that way, and um, the the European explorers like A. P. Lowe, William Cabot, and Herb Pole. So that's why that's why they're doing it. They're pay homage to all that yeah. and just so yeah, you know what these guys came before. They managed to do it, and we think that these days and times we can still do it. Yeah. And that's what yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what they're doing, right? Uh, hopefully they get it done because with every expedition, you you hope it works, but sometimes there's failure. Well, what's neat with stuff like this, I think, is uh, like back in the day during the first explorations of Canada, like a lot of the voyagers and a lot of these people, they, they explore these areas and they mm-hmm. start mapping these areas. It's pretty rare these days for people to go to these lengths and, and do these big epic trips. Right. Yeah. And so it's really neat to see the, uh, the, uh, Noah and Alex are, are going to these lengths to start doing these epic trips again. It's, it's, it's something that, uh, I don't, it's kind of, gone way right and and uh so these two are reintroducing it almost well there's i've, I've noticed over the last five years or so there's been a lot of is it's making a comeback a adventuring yes. is making a yes. comeback yeah you know on these expeditions uh this is going to be their longest one to date oh absolutely right? yeah yeah uh some of the major rivers are they're doing are the dupa river the george river mistaston river and the kagaluk river um, but yeah, there, there's like these massive rivers that you don't hear about and exactly, that yeah. were explored back, yeah. yeah, back in the day, you know, people are starting to do them again, mm-hmm. you know, because I think, it, and it's, I mean, if we look at Ontario, the province of Ontario, everybody goes to Algonquin Park. Exactly. But over the last how many years, all of a sudden there's Killarney, all of a sudden there's Woodland Caribou, all of a sudden people there's- People are talking about yeah, these All other, these ones, Northern yeah. ones- be, part of it, I think, is because places like Algonquin are just getting so many people. It is. It, that the more hardcore people that want to do these trips are heading farther and need, farther north. You need to find the isolation that you can't find as easily in Algonquin yeah. Park anymore. And I think that is, I mean, that's my opinion, but I think that is why some of these big expeditions, and you're getting people like Jim Baird and, and that doing all these trips. Yeah. You know, and I mean, yeah, they're, they're doing all these whitewater trips down all these, these rivers that used to be commonplace rivers for, for traveling and for the voyageurs and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, and the natives, peoples have used them for, for hundreds of years yeah. as their, their yeah. highways across exactly, the country. Yeah. But they're being rediscovered 
because people are pushing those boundaries now. And I think it's also, you know, you, you got these massive old hundred pound canoes back in the day, <laughs> and now you got a 30, yes. 35, 40 pound canoe and all the lightweight gear. Yeah. It does make it more accessible that way as well. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, the resurgence is, I got to say the last six, yeah. maybe a bit more. And I think it's, it's that, it's that bump that, uh, that push that you get from like social media mm-hmm. like a lot of a lot of trips like this you would never have heard about or known about but now with the resurgence of uh, of these trips through social media they're getting some coverage and and if i'm saying to myself it's like oh i wonder what river i could do yeah right and if this is something that i would not have thought about i would I mean, 10 years ago it's like going to algonquin park right yeah and, and now, as I see people discuss their trip reports and, and coming back from these amazing trips up north, and it's like, I never even thought about that park. So you're seeing a lot more of it through social media. Knowledge is being spread. It's being shared. And so it, it's a bigger, like back in the day, back when a lot of these areas were first discovered and first mapped, it was talked about, you know, at great length because these people were famous. These uh, these uh, original explorers, like you know, like Lewis and Clark and and stuff like that, right? So yeah. discovering the, old, the original waterways and the natives traditionally ran, uh, traveled and hunted through, and and now it's it's coming back just because people are talking about it again. Well, even ten years ago, I could probably count on one hand. The amount of people that I knew that have been paddling in the Yukon, like regular yeah. people, I'm, yep. I'm not talking yep. like I mean, being in the yeah. uh, uh, military kid, you yeah. knew people that were stationed all over the place. Exactly. But yeah. If you take a, a regular people, I could probably count on one hand the amount of people that I knew that had actually paddled in the Yukon. Mm-hmm. Now, it's I would need to borrow hands to yeah. count. Yeah, you, you can't even. And count. You got things like the Yukon River Quest. Yep. You know, th- this big race. How many people are, are in that every year? You know, exactly. like just zipping up and down yeah. and, and people cruising all the way there. Yeah. The flying up and, you know, Yellowknife and heading out from there. Yeah. Um, Wells, Wells. What's Norman Wells. Norman Wells. Yeah. People flying into there and heading out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like all these places now people are heading up to and paddling from there. Yeah. It's all these bigger, even Jim Baird, he's up in um, the Yukon now doing the Hayes River. I think so. Yeah. 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 He's, he's doing the Hayes River now. I saw him testing his spot today. Wow. You know, like this is, this is really cool. Yeah. So I think that's part of it is people are starting to get that exploration, expedition, adventure. Exactly. Bug going, you know, again. Uh, But my only question out of all of it is, do you not work? (laughs) <laughs> like I'm looking thinking you know what I would be able to do that I would be able to do that I would love to do that oh that's my bucket list that's yeah. my bucket list but you know what yeah I got to be working an hour yeah exactly <laughs> you know, sort of thing yeah. like uh, yeah you know house cars career kids school well, yeah all that some sort people of stuff. just they can their schedule is flexible enough they're able to take a sufficient enough time off and you know if if I I have like six or seven weeks of vacation every year with, you know, the different, uh, stuff that I can roll into vacation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I can't blow it all in one trip because I have to, yeah. you know, there's family obligations and stuff like that. So some of these guys, some of these younger guys who are single, who can do these trips and, or well, if I think it's that's what a you, big thing. Yeah. 
is, you know what, if if I knew then what I know now, yeah, sort of thing, right? Um, and unless my wife's listening, then yeah. no, 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 <laughs> I would have done everything the same. But no, I mean, realistically, if, if, if you're younger and you have all the skills to do these yeah. and the backing to do these trips, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're, we're looking at my daughter right now who has the opportunity maybe to head to Italy to learn, uh, do art stuff and, and, uh, learn museum stuff. That's amazing. For six months. Yeah. Paid. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you got the backing and you don't need to worry about the money yeah. and all that sort of stuff, you know, and, and I mean, the thing with, with these expeditions is it's not like you're carrying steak and everything every, for meals constantly. No, it's a lot of dehydrated. It's a lot of dehydrated, yeah. cheap food stuffs. Yeah. So it's not like, I, I think the, the majority of it is the getting to it. And the yes, getting back. Exactly. Because it's not like you're paying for hotels every yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like I and often I think when on like some of these bigger trips that I've done in the past is uh I end up saving money. Yeah. Because I'm just not, you know, putting gas in the car every day. I'm not uh, you know, buying this or buying that or you know, I'm not you know, all the hundreds of dollars in groceries, this, that, the other thing. I, I'm, you know, I've got like, you know, hundred bucks in freeze dried food and, uh, yeah. I'm not spending money. I'm just off paddling. And so it's a money saver. Yeah. And I mean, especially if you're doing like crown land and stuff like that, yeah, there's absolutely, no, yeah. no yeah. fees. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you start, yeah, some camp backcountry camping in provincial parks and stuff, you got some fees and that, but, um, yeah, I mean, realistically, when you start looking at the locations just across North America yeah, that you could go is yeah. endless. Uh-huh. It really is endless. And we've covered this on a few of the podcasts in the past about dream trips and, and yeah. whatnot. So it's, it, there's, there's trips I've discovered in the last year that like we did our dream trips, uh, podcast, I think it was almost a year ago now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's trips and locations that I've heard and discovered in the last year that's like, ah, that's on my dream list now. You yeah. Know, like my dream just... list is a book now. <laughs> yeah. It's no longer just a list. Yeah. It's... Well, that's one of the problems with doing this show. But yeah, you know what? Like I say, I would love to go up to Labrador and paddle some of that. Oh, I don't know that amazing? I want to do that 35 day trip. That Maybe not that doing... long, yeah. but to actually be in and experience the Labrador backcountry, right? It's, it's. Yeah. I think for me, if I was like rich yeah. and didn't have the obligations that, you know what, I got to be back on time to go to work or whatever, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, my wife would be, you know what, if, if you got 40 days to go do this trip, go do the trip. Yeah. It's not like you need to be at work to make money. Yeah. You, you know, we're, we've won the lottery sort of thing. Then you know what? Yeah. You know what? If it takes me 40 days, it takes me 50 days. I'm all in. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. all in at that yeah. point. You Let's know? go. And I, I'm paying for my buddies to come yeah. along, you know? And, um, but yeah, when you got all the extra stuff, it really make you got to be creative. Yeah. That's for sure. You got to, you got to get the, the backing. You've got to get yeah. the, uh, the time. And, but like I say, if, if all of a sudden our company quit and they gave me the old golden handshake, yeah. you know, you, you, you think, you know what? I got enough money to live for a year yeah. till I got to get another job. You better believe I'll be gone for that year. Yeah. And I'll be hitting up a oh, lot of nice, absolutely. nice trips. Yeah. Might as well, you know, but that, I think that's the big stopper is, is the money in the job. Just, just life and schedule. Yeah. 
it is it. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's really cool that they're doing this trip. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, now we get to live vicariously through them because uh, they're going to be making, uh, you know, they're going to do uh, a trip report. They're going to do the video. They're going to probably present it at film fests. And so uh, we get to experience that trip through their eyes. We do. We do. So um, if you want to follow them uh, as yes. they go, yeah. if you go to their Facebook page, just go into the search thing and type in Northern Scavengers. Uh, they've got an actual spot link there that you can click on and you can follow them on their route. Yeah. So you'll see where exactly they are mm-hmm. and you zoom in and see their things and like where they're paddling and that sort of stuff and times and that sort of, sort of thing. So that'll be really cool to do. So yeah, Northern Scavengers Labrador trip. Guys, I hope you have a blast or I guess are having a blast. Yeah, they're on it right yeah, now. Yeah, because they're on it right now. And uh, I think when they get back, I know we were hoping to get them in the studio beforehand, yeah. before they left. But I think when they get back, we'll get them in and uh, Absolutely, definitely yeah. have a chit chat yeah. with them about the whole the whole trip. That might be another like three episode trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'd like to I'd like to talk to them about their Minus Link uh, trip. Uh, they're a nine and a half day Minus Link. Yeah, because they did uh, that last year. I'd like to hear about this trip, the trials and tribulations. You know, was it as they expected? Was it better? Was it worse? Yada yada mm-hmm. yada. So it, there's just so many questions I, I would have for them. Yes. It's going to be good. It's going it's to be really <laughs> yeah. good. Um, I think that's that's it for this week, man. Oh, we're at... Uh, yeah, we're at the time already. Time flies when you're having fun. I know, eh? Uh, town Brewery? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm sure if we once we try one of the other ones, it'll be a lot better. I'm hoping so. Uh, if that is it, you got anything else? I've got nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. Well, alrighty. Well, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find most of our episodes on iTunes because we're having a bit of an yeah, issue. Something happened with our to... iTunes link and it won't refresh. They're telling us it's us and we're telling them it's them. Yeah. And it's like, uh, nobody's agreeing. No one's agreeing other. anyway. And they just keep regurgitating the same answer they have. Yeah. You know, because it seems to be our, our podcast is working on every other podcast platform. Except iTunes. Except something happened yeah. with iTunes. So we don't know what it is. It's but again, if anybody wants to hear our podcast, then yeah. they can go to our website or go to... Spotify, you know. Google Play, Player yeah. FM. Exactly. Yeah, our episode page on paddlingadventuresradio.com. Yeah. Check out our YouTube channel. And like we say, don't forget... If you have an idea for a blog article, you could be one of our new guest bloggers. Perfect. Come up with your idea, write it all down, throw some pictures together, or even if you just have the idea to start, send it to Sean at PaddlingAdventuresRadio.com. If you can't remember that, just go to our Facebook page, go to our website. There's the contacts, messages, all that there. There is a billion and one ways to get a hold of us (laughs) and say, hey, I got an idea for a blog. What do you think? And we'll go, sure. (laughs) Because, you know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're trying to make this fun. We're trying to make it for the listeners and, you know, get their their word out there. Exactly. Sort of thing. It's sort of our call-in show thing is will be through the blog yeah awesome all right (laughs) well i'd like to thank everybody for listening this week i'm sean roley and i'm derek spest we'll see you next time